Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a monstrous puppet movie that will blow you away, a device that will help you with those couch gaming sessions, and picture books get personal, plus a sack of the week that you will not want to miss. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man. If you show up on his doorstep dressed up as a zombie, you get the fun size. But if you show up as dressed up as an awesome demon, you will get a full-size candy bar. The one It's true. Drew I love demons. <laughs> How you doing, man? Doing well. Doing well. Okay, I don't love demons. I Actually, they scare me a lot. And zombies, I'm just like, eh, it's been done. <laughs> so, yes, I'll give you a full-size candy bar right in the kisser. How's it going, man? Um, I'm doing good. And the funny thing is, I actually wanted to mention since it is all it's Halloween week as we record right now. Um, Utah's favorite Halloween candy, nerds. And when I saw that, I'm like, that's all Drew. Yep. We're, I did we're, that single handedly. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was all me. It's so pretty true. much because we, we were talking about um, on noms about it, and that popped up. I'm like, this is totally Drew. It's like 100 funded by Drew. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, if you, this is your first time watching the show. Welcome to the show. Um, before we actually go into our projects tonight, we have some news. And our first one is kind of more of a recap. You know, Drew, normally I only get to see you like once every... Well, I still only see you once every... But every two moons. Well, well, in the flesh space. In the flesh, it's like yeah. once or twice a year, maybe. Yeah, on there. But, you know, you came down. We went to the Kickstarter Film Festival. We had a mandate. We went to a movie <laughs> together. We did not yeah. hold hands. There was no smooching, no hanky-panky. <laughs> but we watched... A movie together oh yeah um we watched actually that was two technically because well would you yeah, count the true. short as a, yeah, it's, yeah it, was a it was a movie um so like if you guys didn't know october 15th was the kickstarter film festival i hope you guys went to go see it um what did you think of what we do in the shadows that was just that, that was such a great fun movie there was a, there was a lot of uh elements to it that just were laugh out loud uh, entertainment when it comes to just what 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 is it like for vampires to live in the here and now and the the way that they did it with this kind of comical almost documentary style story and then they tied things back together so it was it was you i don't know i there's so many parts of it i just enjoyed immensely like it was very well very well done people that i thought weren't going to be like main characters or have anything that was kind of like oh this is a funny part all of a sudden they came back as like core to the show and that was kind of a fun way to to, to watch so i enjoy the storytelling very much yeah what do you think i, I mean I, I loved it now i'm afraid of the beast <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest things or like even at the beginning when they're kind of just trying to figure out the chores and stuff and it's like you haven't done the dishes in two years it's like it looks like a pig size like what does it matter if we want to bring guests over we're gonna eat them anyways <laughs> oh, so, so perfect um I, I actually love that um and like even even the uh the films that actually aired after you left because they had two screenings on there yeah. so the first one they showed the afronauts and uh, what we do in the shadows and then after that they did submarine sandwich and world of tomorrow and t-rex World of Tomorrow's this uh, should you should have stayed the like the extra fifteen minutes. It was really interesting. Was it, was, it? Like, was it really well done? Mm-hmm. Um it, it was kinda so what happens is in the future we just clone ourselves over and over and download our minds into them. Oh. And what happens is like the third generation of this girl, her clone, travels back in time to visit the little girl because um, and she kind of just shows them the future and how we've just kind of been become mindless drones and stuff. It, and it's and it's really well done. 
um kind of kind of really pretty they have it's a interesting art style that they use too mm. and it's kind of a fun story on there so i'm like oh that was a pretty good one and their um the t-rex one was another good one kind of doing a documentary on the first woman olympian boxer and that she's only like six seventeen. Oh, there. so oh. it was it, that was a really interesting um movie i i, I didn't expect that because i don't like I, you know the extent of sports i do is right right football and basketball and i don't really watch anything else so on there so those are some great films if you guys missed them head on over to uh, filmfest.kickstarter.com and you know check out some of the trailers they have on there and go watch the movies because all Find of these them. are um i think you can get them digitally yeah in fact i told somebody about um what we do in the shadows and they're like oh yeah i saw that i didn't know where they watched it but they watched it already somewhere and and loved it It was one of their favorites from hulu or something so i thought it was pretty cool all right so for our second um piece of news um we you remember indiegogo life right where it was kind of indiegogo's category of just doing personal crowdfundings you know for medical expenses or you know community projects things like that Mm-hmm. On there, they have fully spun it out into its own website, and they're calling it oh. Generosity. On there, and it, what what a great name, Generosity dot com too. Perfect URL on there. It is essentially what Indiegogo Life was, except huh. now it's its own website. You know, it shows everything. It's so it's kind of like this category, but it's spun out on there, and just Platform like for human goodness, yeah, and just like Indiegogo Life, they don't take any fees out of this. And their whole goal is to help you raise money quickly for some kind of personal cause or something. So you, sh- this you're not coming here to um, try and get a uh, you know free free ride for your product or something. But right. you know, like this one right here, they raised over a million dollars for a scholarship fund, which is kind of really really cool. Yeah, I love that, and that was kind of it's a. I've seen a lot of these lately, where again, especially through social media and Facebook, families have a chance to say, "Hey, we've been hit by this tragedy," or. A child of ours or a friend of ours has this dream. Can you help make these things happen? And it's it's those GoFundMe's and those pages that I'm I'm quick to be like, yes, anything I can do. Thanks for contacting me. You know, thanks for letting me know this is going on. So this generosity is a fantastic idea. I love it. Yeah, and I actually I like it because you know you're just, just go to generosity.com. <laughs> like they they so easy perfect branding. All right, so um, for our last piece of news, I actually it's not really news. It's more of a game. On there, and I, I love games. And and if so, Drew's probably wondering why doesn't he have a URL in the show notes? The reason is because yes. I don't want to show you the answers to that. Show notes, all it <laughs> says is, this. "Can you spot the fake?" Yes. That's all the show um, notes. And so I looked at that and I was like, "Did we not finish writing on, in on show there, notes?" So, okay. on, so what what Yahoo did is they posted ten ridiculous Kickstarter ideas, and then you're gonna have to spot which ones they made up and which ones are actual oh. Kickstarter ideas. All right. So, are you ready to play? The first one is. Thomas the Tank Engine RPG. Blockbuster RPG franchises like Fallout in the Elder Scrolls series generate billions of dollars worldwide for game companies. So why not an RPG based on everyone's favorite anthropomorphic locomotion fantasy, Thomas the Tank Engine? From the Kickstarter page, you begin the story in a yet unspecified land, in a land where trains with faces roam. Is that a real one or is it fake? I'm, I'm da- that's a fake for me. I'm claiming fake on that. You, you just can't be serious. Especially when they compare it to Elder Skulls. Wow. Please tell me it's fake. Um, right here. <laughs> As in, real. that's a fake page it or that's a real, real. one? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. So I don't think he raised that much money, but it's a, it was a real one. It looks like zeros to me, but that was a real Wow. Somebody um, tried. All right. So number two. 
TARDIS in space. Doctor Who fans with surplus discretionary income poured more than $88,000 into this project, which pledged to launch a TARDIS phone booth into space. Backers were given the opportunity to upload up to 5 megabits of data into the satellite's hard drive. Sadly, the 2013 delivery date came and went, and after the project team discovered that it was actually really difficult to put things in orbit. True or false? This one sounds so ridiculous that I'm going to have to say it's true because I think that I could see enough fans getting behind it simply for that geekdom. Uh, And it sounds about right that they would go, oh, yeah, 88 grand, that's great, and then not be able to pull it off. So I'm going to say true on this one. Yep, this one is an actual one on here, so you can actually see a post on here. They tried We're to do putting a TARDIS into... <laughs> so they raised the money and then they eventually did they just post and say we, we can't uh, figure it out? He looks like they're still not there. They're still working on it. They moved their website. <laughs> we used your 88000 to buy a new host right for here. our website. Unfortunately, there's nothing new to report regarding the launch date. Still in a holding pattern waiting on an official confirmation from interorbital systems. Believe us, we're extremely frustrated as well. But as we've said many, many times, the launch itself is the one thing that is out of our control, and the one thing it can be problematic. So I would, I would hope that this would have been done, done right from the front and at the beginning. You know, in the in the uh, FAQ and and uh, you know what could happen part of the site, they would have said there's a possibility that we might not be able to actually get this thing out there. I, I would hope that was like. Do you, does do you know how many um, backers? Uh, let me open that up again. Like I'd be curious to see how many people came up with that money. Eighty-eight thousand. My guess. Oops, not NASA. Um. <laughs> Na- NASA paid for the whole thing. <laughs> um, let's see. Three thousand. Uh, where to go? Two hundred thirty-one backers. Okay, so a decent amount to come up with some pretty good money. To make. All right. I'm surprised. I hope them the best. I wish the best. So here's another one. The film okay. help film hipster retro set. Music hipsters have their vinyl records and cabinet speakers, but what about the poor film snob who craves the analog authenticity of the 1970s? The film hipster retro set is aimed at the purist who rejects soulless high definition digital technology. Your $500 pledge gets you a vintage 13 inch Sears CRT television set. A 1979 Quasar VCR and three Stanley Stanley Kubrick movies on VHS. <laughs> Please tell me that's fake because that's that, hilarious. That one is a fake one. On there. Wow! But I'm the, pretty snobby, but I, I, you know, I'm happy with my horrible fake HD. The ironic thing is, I actually have a 13 inch yeah, uh, CRT television <laughs> in my room that I keep specifically for my Super Nintendo and stuff. That's hilarious. Um, That's all, hilarious. All right. Number four, 3D iPhone screen filter. Using patent-pended technology and precision-engineered film, the makers of this revolutionary adhesive screen promise to turn your iPhone screen into or iPhone touchscreen into a 3D display and with no need for glasses. The 2012 campaign failed spectacularly and may have actually been a riff on a classic April Fool's Day hoax. Oh, so it was a real campaign but we're not sure if it was meant to be fake or not. Um, yeah, it was a real campaign and they raised uh look at this thing. Oh. Um, or no, this is not the right one. Uh, where to go? There's one. Oh, they linked the wrong one. Uh, it sounds uh, like it was so, real. Yeah, it was, so it was a real thing on there. Um, I, were they just hoping to do like cross fields where like certain apps could like take 
part of like a passive i don't even know i have no idea maybe they're trying to do it like uh the 3ds or something right yeah on there which i honestly i always keep my 3d off on that thing yeah (laughs) yeah, all right right, so number six the robotic i'm gonna skip uh yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna mix some of these around so Robotic Earbud Untangler, a great idea that at last was never to be. The Robotic Earbud Untangler promised to pull apart the wires on your hopelessly knotted up earbuds <gasps> using, as we quote, no what, nodeological algorithms and a database <laughs> of more than 1,500 primary knot configurations. <laughs> the project actually raised more than twice its initial funding goal, but the real product was never forthcoming. No, that's that's fake. Nobody can solve that problem. No, no robot algorithms not tying. Nobody can solve that problem. Yeah, just just coil our cables properly, and you won't have that. You that's won't right. have that problem. That's right. Was that was that a fake or a real? Yeah, one? that one was a fake one. Yes, yes. Um, and then so the next one is, um, little eats the treat you both can eat. <laughs> Another failed 2012 can- crowdfunding campaign. Little eats was aimed at dog owners where the treat was both edible by humans and canines on there. Might I had, I've eaten real dog treats before. Yeah, so. I think it's fine. Dogs I, eat all I, did not, I did not get sick off of it, but it wasn't delicious or anything. <laughs> my dog eats my food all the time. I'll have a ham sandwich, and I have, to <laughs> give her, I have to give her a piece of meat every time. She's like, you must pay tribute. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, yeah, I'm down with little eats for little treats. That's a real project. People need to feed their dogs. Yeah, that one was a real one, and they only raised $200. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> on there out of the five thousand they needed. That's unfortunate. There. Okay, so our next one is the Cthulhu Personal Digital Assistant, conceived by pulp horror writer H.P. Lovecraft. Cthulhu is an ancient cosmic entity whose voice instantly shreds the sanity of any mortal who dares to listen. As such, the target audience here would seem to be narrow, but the Cthulhu Personal Digital Assistants very nearly met its fundraising goal of fifty thousand dollars last year. The last update. Red Cthulhu will soon drown the world in an ecstasy of fire and blood. Expect deliveries in April. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I, ah, I, I want to say that it's real, but it's probably not. Because it'd be a, really fun. It's a fake one. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that'd be really fun to have a personal just, assist- just to replace Siri with Cthulhu. Yeah, Cthulhu, do something for me. Ah, tell me a story. Read me a bedtime. Yeah, that's ah. All right, and then so our next one is the Titan Boa, a 50-foot electromechanical serpent. One of Kickstarter's most notoriously successful campaigns, the Titan Boa seems like a sci-fi movie premise, but in, in but it's plenty real. In 2011, backers pledged more than $10,000 to fund the robot snake, which now weighs in at 1,750 pounds with 34 articulated vertebrae stretching more than 50 feet. Is this real or is it fake? A giant mechanical snake. Wow, this one's on the on the edge for me. I feel like there are people ridiculous enough that would go for this. I'm going to go real. Yep, this Titan is a Bo- real thing. It's real. <laughs> yeah. All right, so our last two we got. Um, the world's largest jockstrap. <laughs> Surely no one would seriously endeavor to stick together the world's largest jockstrap. <laughs> surely, surely no one would have the audacity to ask others to fund such a project. Right, right. Surely said project would not be submitted to the Guinness Book of World Records. Surely it could not have possibly met its $850 fundraising girl goal. Surely not. Surely not. I hope not. Let's please, please be fake. It's a real thing right here. <laughs> what? This guy was 11 150- backers, too. Only 11 backers. So he got this. 
to make oh, a yeah. giant jock yeah, strap. And he like didn't post any updates or anything. This is all I got. Oh, wow. Now, does that say artist? I can't read that. Yeah. So, so artist so it Michael was like Barrett. an art install? Yeah. <sighs> I love jocks as much as the next guy. <laughs> But there's a limit to like the size of of of, of what's if you know an even artistically appreciative jockstrap. Like I can go for a nice three foot jockstrap and be like, that's beautiful. But that thing was ginormous and it just lost all balance for me. You can't hold anything with that. You can't even jump around in that thing. Maybe he can put the fifty foot uh, Tycon Ty, the Ty, Ty, Ty Boa. Boa. <laughs> That's it. That one makes me laugh. That's hilarious. But, all right. So our last one: a steam powered prosthetic arm. As a subculture, the steampunk scene is notoriously creative. They make the best Halloween costumes, but when you're relying on coal-fired boilers and Victorian-era gaskets, it's probably ill-advised to get into the prosthetic limb business. Still, that didn't stop one entrepreneur from raising seed money for a steam-powered prosthetic arm. Is this real or is this fake? From what I what I have learned of the steampunk world, I could see this being entirely real. Absolutely real. All right, so they actually were real, and I'm trying to find an image of it. Oh, it is real? Yeah, yeah. And there's no image of it, which sucks. Uh, but it was actually a steam-powered arm. Yeah, so 19 backers pledged $540 to help bring this project to life. Where do you keep the steam? Like, where do you keep, like, how do you, you got to boil water to get steam. So you got to have some sort of heating source built into your arm where you got, like, the, the elbow knob and <laughs> You know, you, you have one of those like giant uh, espresso makers on your back. That's but... what I was thinking. <laughs> Hold on, I got, I got, I got to get the steam in so my arm can move. <laughs> That's that one's funny. That's really funny. So you actually did pretty good. You only got like two of them wrong. Not bad. Not bad. I can spot the fake. See, Drew can spot the fakes. Now, All right. most of those would be a sack of the week for me. I'm just saying. Like... <laughs> Oh, you you really wouldn't want to play the Thomas the Tank Engine RPG? No, no. True. Let's go. Let's go raiding on Thomas RPG, man. <laughs> let's go raid. <laughs> I don't even know who the bad guys are in Thomas. Like, I don't think there are any bad guys. Get on, get on the track. We're gonna go make some havoc. It's like I'm go. playing Toby tonight. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Oh, oh wow. No, I, I thought that was kind of fun. A little change up. All right. So now on to projects that, as far as I know, are real or. You know, at this point, money at this point, uh, there. So, Drew, I know you don't. Uh, you you like you kind of like the demons and stuff. How do you feel about puppets? See, puppets, um, hmm. like in the horror movies, puppet puppets freak me out. Like because they cause they're personified and they're they're they, they can creep me out in the horror movies. But I I personally love to play with puppets. All right. So our first project of the night is called Frank and Zed. And this is a monster movie that is done entirely with puppets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. So the, the story kind of goes that uh, Frank and Zed, they've been buddies for a long time. Um, what Frank does is he gathers brains for Zed because Zed needs brains to, Zed, to eat. Zed. And then Frank, he needs, he needs power. He needs to get charged every day. So what Zed does every night is hook him up to some leads, you know, like car jumper batteries and then the Frank, lightning the, the light, lightning charges them up. So, you know, they've been good buddies for a while and then some stupid villager wanders into their territory <laughs> on there. And of course, Zed's like, look, it's a, you know, or Frank's like, this is all you can eat for Zed right here. <laughs> well, apparently villagers, they don't like that and they're coming for some retribution um... on there. And they start, they come and store in the castle and the story's kind of about what happens during that process and you know along 
to go with it. I was a little skeptical when I first clicked on this, but when I was watching the trailer, he puts the trailer in there. I just couldn't look away and I was laughing horrendously. There's like crazy puppet gore and everything. And you, you can see in these pictures, like these look lit well, shot well. The sets were put together um, hmm. really well, right? You can see kind of the art and everything right there. You know, they he has a full team actually working to um, animate each of these puppets while they're shooting and they're shooting <laughs> on proper cameras and everything. It's yeah, a proper yeah. production. So get this. So far, they've been working on this for two years in pre-production, getting all the sets and stuff. Everything they've done so far has been in this in a converter garage, a tiny little garage. Impressive. So this is where they've kind of hit a wall in their production because you, you you look at this the, just to get this moving. There's like two guys running the the right and left hand, one guy running fingers, one guy's running the head, and then you got your camera guys all running wow. <laughs> at the same time and eyes on there. So they're they're to the point where they cannot fit any more people in to run these puppets while they're filming and stuff. So they actually need funding to get a bigger production area and actually make the next step of it. They've actually done most of the post-production or not the post, the pre-production on there. And they've done 15% of the principal um, filming on there. So I mean, which is a tiny, 15% is a tiny amount, but I think it's probably a good amount to say, especially trailer wise, here's what we can do. Here's what, here's what we're capable of back us. Yeah. So I think they've done that right. That 15%, they literally milked every single scene that they could do in that small space. So to do the rest, they need more room. They, They need a little bit more money. Also, they're doing all, if they can, they're doing as many practical effects as they can do. So people are probably like, what in the world are practical effects? You you know how everything everybody says, oh, it's all done on computers now and Got stuff. And, CG. Yeah. These guys are actually going out and like filming, you know, lighting up like this guy right here. They have a flamethrower on the puppet and he's like shooting fire out of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So nice. It's, it's, they're actually doing as many of these effects real as possible and not computer generated on there. So, I, I mean, I, I love this. I, I just looked at it and I'm like, wow, the production quality is at the level where it should be. On the, I love the story and what they had so the far is great. I want to see this. I want to see this come to life. <laughs> right. I do. I do too. I mean, just looking through this and seeing the um, the rewards that they've got. They've got the um, uh, these are some really well done puppets. Uh, this I'm 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 satisfied. Like I feel like if a team was going to be able to pull this off, and again, like you said, great story. If we want to yeah, see and this, and it's happen. all been volunteer too. Like he's not paying anybody to do this. So, so do they explain where the their fifteen thousand dollar goal is? Like, what it's just to buy a, a bigger set, I think a bigger building, to get a bigger set, and to fund the rest of the filming on there. Um, let's see, where is it? Um, on there. So, and he's actually gotten some pretty well done things. So, um, so they said they've filmed over thirty percent of the film already. They've got everything storyboard. They know how many shots are taken. Four hundred and fifty shots. Nice. On nice. there. Um, so we're sketching out locations and developing mechanisms for all the new characters. Um, and they've developed different slimes and stuff. And yeah, so they're they're not just using it just for the space, but it's for more of this extra stuff that they kind of need to put together. I mean, you've seen like they've put together. You know, different animatronics just to move the puppets and everything together on there. So they're trying to get the, the rest of this to um, get the rest of that 
on there. I mean, they've done epic battles. And so this right here, this animated GIF that the audio viewers are not seeing at all, um, (laughs) these are what they've shot so far for the movie and their scenes from the movie itself. Um, And they look really great. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they really do. And this is fun because I've done a lot of stop motion and played with that, but this is the puppet is kind of a fun way to get everything to move at the same time with, with having volunteers moving all the parts and pieces. I am excited about this one. I, I this, definitely back for me. Yeah, this one's definitely back. They're only asking for $15,000 and they're That's, about oh. six, almost $7,000 in. So they're a little under halfway right now on there with 23 days ago. I'm, I'm all in on this. Um, Cause normally doing it right. Yeah. Normally you, you see something like this and you can tell they've kind of cut corners. and stuff. I don't think this guy's These guys are cutting corners. It is a labor of love for them. They really just want to put this together, and I've been impressed what they've done in just a tiny garage. Right, I'm impressed as well. Like it's 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 great. It's great construction, great artwork. Like I, I I would trust them with a full movie. I will give them my money. Yeah. So take that for what you will. With two people who actually we play know, movies, we know production on there. All yeah. right. So speaking of playing with things, Drew, you like playing video games. I do love there, playing so, video games um, all day, every day. Maybe this next thing is something that will help you. This, this is an idea for those of you that want to play more video games in your life and be comfortable doing so. This project for our number two project is called Sofa Deck. It's a keyboard, mouse, lap, desk solution for PC gamers. Um, and I, I think, honestly, I think you could probably make it happen for any, almost any uh, console of sorts. But it's for heavy gamers. Here's a lap desk that sits broad and wide and lets you um, either stay on the sofa or on the couch or uh, sit back farther from one of those larger screen TVs. That's something I always love is having a big TV in my house. And the days came not too long ago when all of a sudden you could connect your your computer to an HDMI port or something. And I, I you know, even my my Mac, I can mirror my Mac to the screen on the on the wall across the room and have like fifty inches to edit with. Right? That's exciting to me. For gamers, it's like okay, I want to play big experience. What this sofa deck does is it they built this ginormous, and I have to put my hands here to see it, but really it's a big, long uh, deck that sets your keyboard, has room for your mouse, and anything else that you want to put on there. It's very broad on purpose so you can fit like a full-size gaming keyboard like with the number pads and all the extra buttons. And on top of that... Yeah, something like uh, that, what I'm using right now, which is getting stuck with cables. <laughs> <laughs> your standing desk area? Something like this. What I love... Let me see. Yeah, right? See, that's a, that's a giant one. And so it's heavy, have, too, because it's uh, mechanical. Ah. <laughs> uh, so and that's what I guess what I love about the sofa deck is that they have thought of all these things, and so you can have this really cool, uh, broad, long like desk that moves with you. It's designed so that there is a center bar that will ride right between your legs. So you have kind of a I don't know like a, a crotch a like saddle yeah. a support right. So you can actually sit on the leg part of it or the base of it can go under your thighs while the rest of it sits right across the top. So it's right where right where your hands would be anyway, like. Like, like this. Oh wait, camera. Man, I don't have a cameraman, but it's so perfect to have it sit right where you go. You can sit on the couch. You can do that. They made the base uh, retractable, like removable, so that if you don't want to like slide your legs in and sit on it and, and you know pinch it, you can take the base off and still like tuck yourself in your covers on your bed and still sit this thing right between your legs and have the full spread of keyboards and mouse so that you can play your games or do your editing or whatever it is that you do on your bed. So the sofa deck, my friends, I think it's a pretty rad product. Here's a part that I love 
it has like it's not just like oh, there's a big piece of plastic that we can put our stuff on. No, it's got built-in internal and external like USB hubs, so you can have everything that you need to plug right into your into the deck. You can plug several USBs in, and then they have these things called gadget slots, so you can have like a fo- uh, one of them is just a phone holder that sits off to one side, so your phone can sit there right by you or a tablet, um, and have all these different things that they're coming up with. But for me. I thought this was a unique kind of way to solve a, a problem of, you know, being able to mouse while sitting on the sofa and being able to, whether that's PC gaming or, or whatever else you're doing on, on uh, the sofa comfortable, this this does it for you. So it's kind of like those laptops, laptop desks, but this one's large and wide on purpose. So it'll fit a full keyboard and mouse setup. What do you, what do you think of this? I love this. Um, I, I like it because, I, mean, I mean, what what happens to me, and I think it works even for a laptop because – Especially now with laptops, um, everything has an aluminum body and everything doesn't have a fan on it. Um, Have you ever had that moment where you're actually just sitting there and then all of a sudden your um, lap is just burning? Yes. (laughs) Yes. uh, I I like that for that situation. And I also love the large surface spaces. Um, A lot of the other ones I've seen, you know, will only take the 10 keyless keyboards and you really don't have room for your mouse. And if if you're playing like, you know, StarCraft and stuff, you'll be using a lot of mouse movements you need it um i also yeah the docks and everything on there so that's not cluttering up your workspace either and it's i i think it's a great idea and i love the support too so it's not directly sitting on top of your thighs right exactly and that's what most of most of them do is like oh just just rest on your lap with a little beanbag this is like a full-on like set it down on the couch and slide it slide your legs on it so we're holding it steady which is nice and that balances it out it's kind of like you know like lock it in yeah. i love it it's a it's a total back to me the tiers are right the rewards are right i i think uh, uh i think they just barely launched and so they've got a fifty three thousand dollar goal with uh yet zero backers but i hope to see this one go the right way it's out of the uk uh so they're looking for 35 of their pounds or whatever they whatever they buy things with over there <laughs> i love it on there so yeah that this one this one's a track for me just because i don't game a lot on my couch but thinking about it now, you know, with the Steam boxes coming out and the Steam Link devices that you can just have your desktops in another room and still play it on your TV and things like that, um, this actually is going to become more useful. And I love USB ports because I'm always trying to charge something or trying to have something connected on there. So that is very helpful. Nice. On that. All right. So our final project of the night. So I, I know you have kids, Drew. I have kids. Um, you, you have You have kids. So how often do you kind of like read stories with them and like do they do they like keeping their books or do they just like just let's just throw just no I have man they keep their books we read books every day and it's often the same one every night it's like (laughs) I want to read that again I was like yeah but I memorized it already we don't have to do it again no that's my that's what I want so yes we read a lot so your kids might actually like this how about a picture book that's kind of where Waldo style that has a picture of them in the book. Find like find yourself. Yes. Oh. So our last project is the Hey Wow, and it is a personalized picture book for kids on there. Um, so what you do is it's it's kind of where where's Waldo, except the the story is called um, in the city. Yes, in the city, and it's customized by your name by your you, your name. So you, <laughs> this one says where's Juno, but it could be you know where's Bean in the city. And what you do, what you do is they put your your kid's picture into some of these shots, and then they have to find them. 
and there's 12 different pages, full pa- full two pages on there, and you have to find the kid kind of in there, and they'll, they'll have their head. Like, like whatever image, they're yeah. like cut into these you, little you, you scenes. S- you send them an image, and then they'll actually print the book in there. So it's not like taping or anything. It is right, totally right. printed on page. <laughs> and I just... I. I love this idea so much because, you know, I, I used to love Where's Waldo, but I'm like, this is even cooler if they have So <laughs> my guess is that they have, because I'm thinking, Oh, okay, they're doing do this by do hand. Scale? That's that's what's crazy. They're actually what? putting the, the, so this is, this is so, th- there's a question, they put a part in their book, uh, in, in their pay, project that says, why the book costs 20 pounds. From sketch concept to final printed book takes a huge amount of perfecting, polishing, printing, and a wee bit of magic, especially as we have to carefully place your child's face and name into every scene. It's time-consuming but fun process, but that's what makes this book different to any other. So I, I think they're by, by hand, like cutting like out Manually, manually yeah. putting them in. Or digitally, and then printing a digital, like photoshopping yeah. them in each one? I think so, or they, they have some kind of semi-streamlined system, but it's still... You know, they're still working that, on it. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering because I was thinking, okay, here's here's brilliance, right? Uh, I I do this whole scene, and because there's 40 kids in the scene, I basically just have to have 40 people buy the book, and I take each one. You know, their <laughs> yeah. kid ends up in some place, and then I print the exact same book 40 times, and your kid may show up writing the slide, and your kid's going to show up in line for the slide or so. But the, I don't know now. I wonder if they just have stock photoed some of these images and. Yeah, individually, they're like, okay, replace that kid. It's because each of these books have to have the kid's name on the cover, too. That's true. And, like, everything has their name in there. That's true. Do So do you send them these little photos? Like, okay, yes, send you, this you, one. You, so sitting. what you do is you send them a picture on there, um, and then they'll post it, put them into the scenes of the book. Like one picture, or do you have to, like, put them in poses? I think and be it's like, one picture on there. I don't think they say how many pictures. Give us the one where you're sitting. Give us one where you're drinking tea. Give us one where you're writing a Ferris wheel. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it might just be one and they sneak in everywhere on there. Um, I know they say it's for children's three to six. Part of me is like, I wonder if I can do this put my, and send my picture in. Yes, <laughs> yes, you could. Yeah, I really, I really love it. I love, I love the uniqueness of this. I That's mean, fantastic. I mean, like, this would be one book your kid would never want to throw away. Because I, 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 I know, I, I didn't do it that often because I just got books from the library. But some kids are just like, ah, I'm done. Let's just throw that book out. This one they would want to keep because they're in it. Right, right. And if this one won't disappear, I wonder if they would do one where I could put, like, all three kids in the book. And then, then you just, you know, as they grow up, you pass it down and be like, okay, find your sisters. Great. Oh, I love it. I yeah, love this. I, That's I, a bad. I mean, I love it, and they even have like full size prints on there. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm convinced. Mike, if you had a tear, just get me photoshopped into one of these, I'm, into one of those giant frames on yeah, the wall. That I would just, be really I just, funny. I just and then hang it on my wall and just be like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Check, out, check out the third car from the right. That's me. Yeah, that's. Me. <laughs> I mean, so uh, I mean, I, I, I love this idea, um, and I think it's going to be like the first of many because this one's in the city. You, there's so many po- different possibilities yep. that they could go on to make, and um, I I love it, and it's actually another UK project. <laughs> like, love that. Enough, so we're giving love to the UK today. All right, so for our last project of the night, it is the sack of the week. I'm excited right, to see this. So, I don't know. I don't uh, know what this one is. I, this week. I I had a really hard time picking which one of these to do, but I decided to go with this one because this is kind of self-explanatory. It is the one dollar thrust a gram. 
by Pelvic Thrusters Inc. Oh. So what these guys will do for a dollar will do a pelvic thrust and film it and, you know, say <laughs> happy birthday serious? or congratulations. <laughs> Are you serious? That is what they will do? Yes. And, and they, they actually say, yes, it's what we do professionally, pelvic thrusting. We are the particularly perfect professional private pelvic thrusting personal trainers. The P-P-P-P-P-T-P-T. We've been training for two years yes. for thrustograms. Thrust so for a dollar, they, they will um, do a pelvic <laughs> thrust, put a video on YouTube for you, and email it to you. So say, do you have any samples? I, I've got to see what kind of style um, they're thrusting. Oh, if they're thrusting oh, up. This is, this, is, this is what's great about this is... They have different. They they've classified different kinds of thrusts oh. on there, so you can choose your thrust right here, and I'll show this on screen. So for a dollar, you can choose your thrust on there, and they have a multiple of these because this goes for a while. Splash of milk, double espresso, oh. Twin Peaks. Oh, oh my! <laughs> twin Soldiers. Oh dear me! <laughs> Rice and roni, double dookie uh. dip. Like this goes on for like a whole minute. This Do you have a favorite? I, I didn't watch know. the whole thing. <laughs> uh, to me, this like like every one of these thrusts looks like I put a potato in my pants thrust. This is blowing me away. Yeah, they have like the drawstring and yeah. They only want fifty dollars at least. They are well. They're looking for fifty people to thrust for, but the, the twin soldiers is probably my. Well, they, my, I I didn't show all of them on there. There's like the beans and franks, the Optimus Prime, the baked so, beans. Um, the elevator what is the elevator the sloppy joes <laughs> i don't know you know what i'm in <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not even sacking this one i am revoking the sack <laughs> and i am throwing a dollar down for a, for a thrust <laughs> i will be their first backer because i'm sending you a rice aroni or an elevator i'm not sure which but I'm or the maxi pad the short and simple the corn on the cob the inverted can opener <laughs> baked <pea. laughs> the miss okay. peggy the miss piggy you guys, I cannot believe that this has no backers. I'm blown well, they, away. They, I think they launched today. So be... Okay. Well, I'm hoping that this goes someplace. The Jello shot, the flapjack, like they have come up with some of the most entertaining. Lego, my ego. <laughs> the egg, maxi pack. Egg salad. So here's my thought. I would buy one of these, and so they send me this perfect like. I would I would imagine that it'd be up on the YouTubes forever as my personal like happy birthday, and then for everybody's birthday, like You're I, you know, the exact same I, thing. I just link him. I just be like, happy birthday, buddy. This thrust for you, and I would send them a nice little like disco thrust or something. <laughs> wow! Yeah, these guys are professionals. If you watch the, the, the sheer pro- number of thrusts they've come up with, means they've been doing this for two years, like <laughs> two years of training to get it right. Yeah, it's a given. It's a given. <laughs> Oh, they have costumes too: cowboys, surfers, baby, disco, athlete, ninja. Do, does my dollar supposed to give me a costume, or do I have to go higher for a dollar for a costume? Uh, I don't know. I think they may. Um, yeah. I don't know. Four, five, five word thrustogram. You, you could pay twenty dollars for a song with a uh, <gasps> for a song on there with little with right, different the things. Deal. But I, the one thing I'd have to say though is I don't think they understand how licensing rights work. On there. <laughs> you can't use Brass Monkey because using Brass Monkey and only raising fifty bucks not the same thing. You can buy a song for a buck, you can't mm-hmm. use it in a video that you've made money. That you off monetize, of right? 
They're, they plan on delivering it in a video format via email, which you know, it could it could happen. On there, well, but you know what? You and I if, both if, need to if, get a if they song. Put, if they put it on YouTube, though, it's going to get content ID flagged, and then you're going to have a video with no. Audio. Yeah, they'll they'll have to put it somewhere else or Dropbox it to me. But I will I will share it around. Um, I would keep that in my Dropbox just so I could link it out if I had a twenty dollars song of thrust. Wow, any song oh, of your choice. Dude, just a music why, why video. don't why don't you like just throw down two thousand dollars? You can become P P P P P P P T P P P T certified, and then you enroll in their online school oh. of P P P P P P T P. For ten for ten grand, there's a retreat, training, and a certification weekend, and that sounds like way more <laughs> worth the money. I will fly out there and P P P P P T P T until my <laughs> P P P falls off. That is amazing. You guys. <laughs> Please, my friends, if every one of us try and just get everybody back. back to thirst again. Here's the thing. These guys. Oh. I mean, this is trolling, right? This is yeah, kind this of is, funny. This is, t- this is definitely a troll project. But if, if we can get it to kick over that $50 goal, they've got a thrust. And I'm sure they would love to <laughs> love just, to do this just a thrust. professionally. They will change their tune pretty quick and they'll be like, hey, this isn't fun anymore, guys. This is business. And then yeah, they'll hire I, a CFO. I, I, I hope they get better video quality, though. It's because, like, if you look at their Kickstarter video, it's mm-hmm. not lit that well you know if i'm yeah. getting a thrustergram i want some a level of professionalism yes i want thousand dollar yeah. lights i want at least three point lighting yes <laughs> and at least not using the smartphone to film it because i definitely can tell this is filmed on a smartphone yes yes <laughs> and and if you are going to do something like the egg salad it's got to be a better background than your kitchen <laughs> this is brilliant <laughs> are you saying Sorry. we should we should start a competing service oh <gasps> <laughs> An Asian and a white dorky Twerk- guy. Torkogram. Torkogram. This is not a bad idea, friends. I think, I think if you and I together, we yes. our friends, let's go places. Let's, let's do Torkogram, yeah. We may need to look at some other options. I'm not so good. Maybe, maybe we'll put that as a Patreon reward. There you, there you go. Yes. <laughs> On there. All right, guys. Way to go out. Holy that cow. That was uh, the last project of the night. Hold on, for you video folks, I think I might send you off with a nice little. Uh, <laughs> this, this is one that I just made up, and I'm going to call this the Nerds. This is the Nerds thrustogram for all of my friends out there. <laughs> that was there amazing. That was. <laughs> So if you guys have any ideas, or if you just want to encourage us to start a Torkogram service, send us an email at kickcast at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, or tweet at night20 for Drew. I will send you a private Instagram <laughs> if you tweet me. <laughs> at ktdata for myself. I, I'll, I'll have to brainstorm a good style now, because... I don't know if I can beat the nerd, you know? It's, it's solid. <laughs> it's, it's solid. On there, or at KickCast for the show. Of course, we love it when you guys watch live. Live.kickcast.net. Our next live show is going to be November 3rd, 2015. Wow. The holidays wow. are just right around the corner. I've been singing Jingle Bells all day. I'm okay with this. I'm ready. <laughs> on there. And if you want to go back the thrustogram, and remember, we only need 49 more of you guys. That's right. <laughs> Just head on over to kickcast.net and look in the show notes, and you'll find links to all the projects we've talked about. On there, Drew, you got anything else to plug before we go? I just got to decide what double thrust. I'm going with the double thrust, by the way. I just got to decide which you know what, what I want. But no, uh, plug-wise... <laughs> 
Um, I'm still kicking it over at littlebigcast.com, doing a show every week about gaming and fun. Uh, this last week, the whole team from LBK raided together one of the early raids, and that was just kind of fun to see uh, Rachel and Robin get in there and, and blow things up. I so. heard Rachel rage quit. She did, and then she came back. She did, and then she came back uh, because it was the jumping puzzle, and she didn't even have double jump through half the raid. So it was like a really wild time. But really, that's what I do with my free time. I don't even like work or do my real job anymore. I just I just play video games, you know, prep for shows, yeah. podcast. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what I do. Thanks, everybody. Yep. All right, guys. We will see you in two weeks. Bye bye. Night night. <laughs>